Well, welcome to the Helping Families Be Happy podcast, where we explore the often messy world of family, love, and relationships. I'm your host for this podcast, Christopher Robbins, husband, father of nine, founder of Familius, fly fisherman, and outdoor enthusiast living in the beautiful Central Valley of California. We welcome today's guest, Paul Mandelstein. Now, Paul was the founder of the Father Resource Network to provide coaching and support services to help men meet the challenges of fatherhood today. Paul is a pioneer in the field of personal communication technologies and body-mind-spirit publishing. As president and publisher of the book publishing company, he directed a line of books in the family planning, comparative religion, and community lifestyle categories. Paul was the founder of Quantum Publishing, which specialized in reference books for emerging telecommunications technologies, along with other milestones in publishing. He published the first Dummies Guide, selling millions of copies and kicking off that genre. Paul is also the author of The Nightingale and the Wind and Queen Amali and the Enchanted Lute, both illustrated new mythology folktales focused on equality, freedom, and personal empowerment. Paul is a divorced father with four children and four grandchildren. Today, we're exploring the often challenging role a dad has after a divorce. The information shared aligns with the familiar habits, talk together, heal together, play together, and learn together. You can learn more about the familiar 10 habits of happy families by going to the Habit Hub blog on familiar.com. Well, Paul, thank you for taking that time out of your day to join us. Thank you for inviting me. Glad to be here. You're welcome. So my parents divorced when I was five years old, and I probably don't recognize or appreciate the challenges that my father had in trying to have a relationship with me as he had to leave the state and move to a different state and how to maintain that connection. And, and it was a challenging time. Now, you've written this book, which was published by Familius, The World's Best Dad During and After a Divorce, a guide to co-parenting for divorced dads. Now, help us understand the genesis of this book and, and why this topic was, was and is so important to you. Well, as you uh, noted, I've been in publishing for a very long time, and I tend to think in terms of books. and. My publishing career started when I was a, a vegan in the early 70s. I published books on vegetarian cooking. When uh, we were having babies, we were having home birth. I published a book on midwifery and so on. So when, I, when my wife and I split up, of course, I was sad. And I took out my yellow pad and scratched out. Divorce Survival Manual, year, year one for fathers, how to deal with divorce. And also, this, this is before the internet. So I went down to the bookstores. And when I got to the section, I noticed there was like a wall of information for women. And there was nothing for men. And it really surprised me. And I looked further into it. And it, it seemed like in publishing and in the society, general rule was men don't really care, men don't read, and father. So, and the only thing that was out there at the time that I could find information was about father's rights. 
And this is basically setting up a adversarial relationship with your former spouse to get your custody issues. And I thought that was all wrong. I've been a practicing meditator for 50 years, and it just seemed wrong. And and also the feeling of the abandoned father, the father who, for one reason or another, doesn't stay up with the kids' relationship, especially in divorce. And I decided that I don't believe the family is broken in divorce. I feel, I believe that the family is extended. So how do you continue having a relationship and building this new extended family? And I came to the conclusion that collaboration with the ex was the only way in. Now, another, in studying philosophy, I came across this quote by Joseph Campbell, the the mythologist, which everybody pretty much knows. And it said, no matter what your station in life, and whether you know it or not, the father is the initiating force with whom the young child passes through into his life. That meant to me that whether you're with your kids every day or you're across the country because of divorce, it still matters your input or lack of input. So I decided to write this book and for my own personal growth and healing and how to turn lemons into lemonade. So that, that was the beginning of it for me. It's, it's a great story. And thank you for contributing to this genre and to this library of content for men who are navigating a challenging period of their life and their interest in connecting with and raising their children. Now, you've talked about collaborative co-parenting. So are there basic rules for a positive collaborative divorce or co-parenting divorce, I should say? Yeah, there's some that I, I came up with. and. A lot of it has to do with ending the war between your spouse and yourself. Now, the book could be addressed to the wife. And even though it's for men, it applies to women also. And the main thing is, at this point, especially in the early days of separating divorce, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of ill feelings. And there's sadness and rage. So. I kind of came up with 10 basic rules. And first off is, which is very, might sound trite, but remember to be nice. And and it's really hard because a lot of times, you know, you're pissed. You feel like you've been wronged or, or you're out in your home and, and there's a lot of hot issues that come up. So I also created what I call the 24-hour, which means... Because all these subjects are hot-button issues and they come up, and I know for myself, when my ex wanted me, suggested something or wanted something or (laughs) demanded something, I would often just say yes and agree. And then as soon as I would hang up the phone or (laughs) walk away, I realized I didn't really like that decision I made. I did it just to end the stress that was happening at the time. So I, I say take 24 hours and de- 
to most, say, or 12 hours. Don't make these decisions that are hot-button ones that can really inform and create the path going forward. Think about it. Take the time and say, I need 24 hours. And ask her, you say, you take 24 hours. Let's get back together and see afterward. Now, sparing the kids is another thing. There's a tendency to want to talk to the kids and say, and because you feel bad and you feel guilty, and so you tend to unload on the kids and telling them your side of the story or why you feel angry or whatever the case may be. And that's going to make the kids have to choose between mom and dad. Who's telling me the real deal here? And you just don't want that to happen because the kids need both parents in their life. So it's important to let the kids have their own childhood and not burden them with adult problems. If you're having a problem, I recommend third-party help, whether that, and what I mean by a problem is is you can't function very well. You're distracted at work, at play, you're obsessed all the time. And if you go to, a lot of people tend to go to their friends (laughs) and, and unload. And that could be good, but could also burn out your friends very quickly. So go, you know, if you could go to a therapist or go to your clergy that you believed in, or simply meditate. Meditation is quite important and it's easy to do. <laughs> All you have to do is sit down and for 10 minutes or 15 or whatever you can do and let the thoughts bubble up, but just don't add to them. Let them come up and let them pass. Now you want you also want to create clear boundary. You want to know that you want with your ex. Don't call me in the middle of the night. Don't be angry at me in front of the kids. And I'll be I'll do the same for you. One of the tougher things is letting her have her way without giving up yours. Which really means there's gonna be a lot of things that come up and if you're gonna fight about everything, it's just gonna be a problem. And what I'm seeing the dad to do here is to take the lead in the divorce. And maybe you've never done that in your family before. But now I'm asking you to step up and take the lead. And so the kids know that you're here and your wife knows that you're here also. Now, she might not believe that you're you. Because she's, let's face it, when you're in the early stages of divorce, There's a lot of anger. And so what you want to do is be mindful and be bite and find ways to agree. And even if you've never done that before, (laughs) and there's a good chance that your ex who's angry doesn't care, but if that you're being cooperative or nice, but keep doing it because the thing that, that I want to preface in front of us all, you need to make, and it's wise to make, the decision that you are going to be the best father you possibly can. So that's behind everything. And if you do that, 
That means the kids come first. You're hurting and you're angry. You moved out of your house. She got the house. <laughs> and you feel abandoned yourself. The thing is, is to keep being positive and try to be nice. And even if it's not appreciated by your ex at the time, over time, she might get the idea that maybe you are nice and maybe she doesn't have to be defensive and worry about everything you coming after her in an adversarial way. That's what that'll do over time is just going to raise your self-esteem, which is usually pretty broken, <laughs> you know, at this point. And that will, will also, if the kids will see that you're okay, and that will make them okay. And that will easy, even more raise your self-esteem. So those are some of the ground rules to work out. You also want to listen to complaints without defending yourself. Now, what that takes, that takes what I call open-hearted listening, which means someone gets to say what they want to, and you don't have to agree. Just let it be, let them say it. Hopefully, you'll be able to do it too. And maybe it'll even work out, Sarah. Those are good rules. How's those are great rules, particularly the first one. Be nice. That's so helpful. <laughs> so, giving us a lot to think about, but talk about the importance of taking care of yourself beyond meditation, which is a, a wonderful recommendation. How can a divorced father who's focusing on his children, focusing on on maintaining a positive collaboration with his former partner, what can he do to take care of himself? Well, what you need to do is you need to find things that give to you that could be meditation it could be walking taking a hike every morning it could be learning and getting a new hobby learning how to paint things that will be constructive for you and i know we said besides meditation but being mindful taking a breath realizing that this is an opportunity for growth that this is and it is because you're taking your what you're doing now is you're building your extended family. You're creating your new family culture. That we can think about the idea of extending as a very positive response. Yes, we're not we're, divorce in the old days was was considered the broken family, but a family that's not getting along when the spouse is not getting along. It's more healing to split up in a lot of cases. Now, one thing you have to realize, though, even though you're divorcing, if you have kids and you have made the decision to be the best father you can be, which means being accountable and responsible and have integrity, that is going to be the best for your family. And it's a hard road to hope. Because you're feeling bad. You're not seeing the kids every day, or maybe every week, or maybe even every month. But as long as you keep doing that, the kids are going to benefit others because there was no information. I take the side of the kids. So when 
you're in doubt, bet on the kids. That's great advice. And I would recommend to our audience who's listening, another book by Familias called Florence and Her Fantastic Family Tree. And it's a wonderful picture book about a little girl whose parents divorce. They both remarry. More people get into the family. One divorces again, remarries. More people join the family. And that's how this family tree just extends and extends and how she views her unique family. Well, Paul, it's been wonderful to speak with you. Is there something that we haven't discussed yet that you think our audience ought to know about the subject before we leave? Yeah, I'd like to say about kids' holidays and events, because when you divorce and say you remarry, and say your ex remarries after time, so you go to a so now a child will have not just two parents, they'll have four, and they'll have maybe eight sets to grandparents. And so holidays are going to come up. And what I recommend, you're not going to see the kids on every holiday. And unless you're being nice with your ex, you are going to be excluded (laughs) from some of the events. So don't sweat the small stuff. There are big issues that might come up around legal and custody. Let the small things go. And remember that the kids, and your wife, you could owe, and your ex-wife, you could always be connected. As long as you have kids, it's, you'll be connected. My wife and I, my ex and I, we had, not, I would say, not the greatest initial divorce. But now that we're grandparents, we commune and celebrate each other through, through the grandkids. And we get to appreciate the other one's abilities and what they put out. And one thing a guy's going to find out once he's a co-parent and starts doing the actual day-to-day, taking him to school, picking him up, making the meals, going to sports or after-school activities, you should really begin to realize and appreciate how much mom did before (laughs) that that, that is a lot of work, especially if you have a lot of kids. And you know this for a fact. I mean, I had three kids in pretty short succession. My wife was exhausted. She probably hadn't slept in two and a half, three years because of all that work. So be nice. Life is a long time. The kids will really love you if you have integrity, if you show up when you say you're going to show up. Don't make a promise that you can't keep and just be the best dad you can be. Well, we appreciate that. And we, again, recommend to our audience, The World's Best Dad, During and After Divorce, Guide to Co-Parenting for Divorced Dads by Paul Mandelstein. Now, Paul, thanks so much for joining us today. Where can our guests find you online? Uh, You can go to alwaysdad at alwaysdad.wordpress.com. Thank you. And, uh, okay, good luck, everyone. Yeah. Well, as we conclude today's podcast, I'd like to thank Familias for the support in bringing this podcast to your ears and your heart. We'd be thrilled if you subscribed to the podcast and left us a review. And when you're ready for that next amazing book adventure, we'd be honored if you chose a book from Familias. One book at a time, one step at a time, we can make the world a happier place. <laughs>